0: I'm your host, Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach, hot mess mama too, a recovering perfectionist, and a lover of all things sprinkles and Mexican food. I'm also a woman on a mission to help you strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself. Ready to unleash your inner and outer strong mom? Let's get started. Hey, Strong Mom, what's up? Welcome back to another episode. And I think I am past this gunk I had. I had like a cold for like a week and a half, and it was just more annoying than anything. It almost like threw out my voice. I sounded horrible. Luckily, I record podcasts in advance, so haven't had to miss any... um, any weeks, you know, so everything's been on track. So I'm really excited. It's been two weeks since I've recorded an episode. So I'm really excited to um, do today's episode. And today's also kind of a personal episode. But as always, I like to tie into how this can help you because ultimately this podcast isn't about me. It's it's about you, right? And helping you along your journey. But any way that I can share my journey in a way that could help you with yours, um, I think is a great idea. Personally, I love hearing other people's um, stories because it really ties things together for me in a real life. Like, it's one thing to say, like, this is what you need to do and all this. But when you give an example of like a real life story and what that actually looks like, because let's be honest, life is messy. It doesn't always go exactly, you know, ideal. And, or actually, it never goes like, like to be honest, right? Um, But it can also be a beautiful thing because think how boring it would be if everything was always so picture perfect all the time and everything went as planned, no challenges. I happen to appreciate the way life is. But so, um, on to today's episode though. I am going to share today my fitness journey, and then I am also going to share with you after looking past the eight, nine years that I've been on this fitness journey, maybe even a little longer, um, the different phases that I went through as far as fitness to maybe help you figure out, like where you're at and what is maybe that next stage maybe what does that look like for you if you are ready to take your fitness to another level and just a disclaimer that regardless of where you find yourself maybe in my journey maybe you find yourself in a phase that I I went through and you are perfectly happy where you're at and the results you've gotten and it works for you that is I don't want you to think that just because that's not where I am that that's not a place that, that you should always be, that you shouldn't want to be there, you should be striving for more. This is an individual journey. Um, when I speak out, I mostly speak out to women that are trying to gain muscle, strength, and trying to look a certain way, but also. In a way, I talk to moms, so in a way that actually fits into their mom life and actually can, I really feel like the way that I live my fitness, that it is um, something that helps me to be a better mom, a better person. It actually makes me better and I think that is part of why it is so sustainable for me so I very feel very strongly that it should be something sustainable so if you are somebody that is looking to gain more lean muscle and to drop body fat and be able to improve strength and take your fitness to the next level then this is going to be an amazing um, journey for you to for me to share with you and see the transition and hopefully my goal is that you will see where you are in this transition and help you to kind of see where that path may lead to where you want to be because to be honest, throughout my journey, the phases I went through, I I appreciate them. I think each phase had its, um, like that was perfect for me in that point, but I always wanted more. I always wanted to take it to the next level. And so I continue to strive to reach better, but it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, any fitness level or phase or whatever is better than the next one, Um, you know, to be honest the best exercise is what you love and something that you can stay consistent with. And, and when we look at the big grand scheme of life, what's going to keep you healthy? And that's pretty much most exercise unless overdone. Um, so with that said, let me go ahead and let's get started. And Let me share with you my fitness journey. And if you don't know much about me, this is really going to give you some insight into who I am and my background and, and where and how I have gotten to where I am today It is actually not probably what you think <laughs> If you were to see me now and my my physique and how I live my life and how Fitness, especially strength training is just a huge passion of mine guys Like I spend so much time researching and reading and like I always am thinking about this It really is a passion of mine. So to see my journey. It's so one- 80. It really is. So I think what started this whole thought to make this podcast episode is also to put into perspective of what this looks like. Um, For some women that might think that, you know, to reach a certain fitness level, to reach a certain physique, oh, I can get there in a month or two. Like, it's not that simple. And I mean, I would think that people would realize that. But um, a while back, I uh, took my son to get his haircut. So, this is where this is kind of stemmed from. I took my son to get his haircut at this new salon in town. And um, actually, this is a few months ago, actually, now that I think about it. And the lady or the girl, she's a younger girl. Um, now we go regularly to go get his haircut there, and she's really nice. Um, but when I first walked in there and we're cutting his hair, she was like, she asked me, She's like, where do you work out? And, you know, I told her, like, I go to the gym and, you know, where I work and stuff. I work at the gym there. And she's just like, asked me, how long did it take your arms to get toned like that? And when I told her, it was like, oh, it took me a good year of doing the right stuff to see, like, progression in the right way, but it's actually taking me several years to look the way I do. She was like legitimately shocked. <laughs> and then I could almost see like the defeat in her eyes. Like she was thinking, there's no way that I could do that. Or I can't even imagine that it took would take that long. And so it really made me realize that most people don't really understand or realize um, the reality of like truly getting fit and what that journey looks like or or really what it takes. And the truth is those people that you look up to, a lot of people, you know, know, I I feel honored if someone looks up to me, but like... I know there's other people you look up to in the fitness and um, a lot of those people have literally been doing that for years and they went through a lot of trial and error in figuring out things for themselves, maybe hiring coaches. Um, mine is a lot of trial and error because I never hired a coach. Probably looking back, I could have saved myself a lot of time if, if I did that, but I don't regret that because I think because of the trial and error I went through, it has made me an even stronger Coach and has made me able to relate more to other people as well because I know what that journey looks like and I know what the emotions are like and like the thought processes and all that. So you're really gonna see what that journey has looked like for me um, throughout these nine years. And I really don't wanna share this like to defeat anybody. But like I said, my goal is at the end for you to have a healthy perspective. And more importantly, I hope maybe you see yourself in some part of phase of my journey and it sheds some light onto you that, you know, if you're frustrated and not where you want to be, like maybe what that next step is or realizing that the phase that you're in right now is not going to get you the results that you want. Um, So, all right. So where do we start? I'm actually going to go ahead and start a little bit with. Some background, okay. Um, because I think that it's going to put in perspective about like who I am and how this has been a really big shift for me. Because to be honest, growing up. I was not athletic. Um, I didn't play sports. Actually, I okay, let me tell you what the extent of my sports playing was. I played t-ball when I was in elementary school. And then junior high, I did two years of cheerleading. Um, in junior high, I did two weeks of track and one week of basketball. <laughs> and then I got to high school and I didn't make the cheerleading squad. And then at that point, I just labeled myself, I'm just unathletic. I was really good in um, academics, so I was like, you know, this is me. I'm just I'm just an academic person. You know, I couldn't dribble a ball to save my life. That's why basketball only lasted a week. I got humiliating dead last in the two mile run twice. I went to two track meets, and I'm talking like people. the The person in front of me was laps ahead of me, dead last. Like it was really humili- humiliating. It really was. So I gave up on that, and then I didn't get. And I thought, okay, well, I'm, I'm decent at cheerleading. And then I didn't make that. And I was like, okay, that's it. Like, I just completely labeled myself. So all through high school, I was the skater, goth chick. I was uh, top of my class. I was honor student. Um, that was just who I was. And my I that was my identity. And a pair of tennis shoes to me was converse. Like, I legit did not own my first pair of Nikes until I was 21 when I decided to um, join the gym for the first time. And I'd say I decided, but honestly, guys, my mom made me do it. And that's like another story for another day. But in short, like... She was the one that motivated me or drug me <laughs> to go get my first gym membership in, a, in attempts to help me to have an outlet to control my emotions or have a release from my emotions because I dealt a lot with emotions and depression. and I've learned over the years that it's a lot of my personality type too <laughs> that has to do with that. I'm just prone to that. So I don't like to label myself in a box. I'm a very optimistic person, but I am also a highly sensitive and emotional person. So that is where I was starting from. Okay, <laughs> like that's that was me growing up. Um, and if you you know, I share that part because whatever and to show that like whatever your past is, whatever identity that you hold on to so tightly to yourself, like. If you're not happy, I truly believe this. Like, if you're not happy with who you are right now, then that means that you're not the person you were meant to be. Like, if you're not happy with yourself, then you are not being who you truly are. And I had tied my identity so much to being this person that wasn't athletic, to um, this person that was just, I'm just smart. Like, I that's all I got. <laughs> that's, that's my thing. But I wasn't happy. And to be honest, fitness has... It's such a huge passion of my life right now, so or it has been for a while, and that passion continues to grow. And so I feel more like myself, you know, as I continue to learn more about myself and to grow in my fitness journey. So back to my story. So in college, before I joined the gym, um, I uh, let's see. Let Let me start. Let's start before college. So actually, let's start why I was in college. And this was before I joined a gym. I was I would do P90X and Insanity in um, the in my living room. And I would start doing that like a month before summer started. Like if I, especially like a month before I had a summer event, like we'd go to um, the beach, you know, um, me and some of my friends. I used to be married back in college. Um, my ex-husband, like during the summer, we would go to the beach. And so a month out, I would be like, doing insanity and p90x in the living room and i would um i would just do two meal replacement shakes and maybe eat dinner and this was like my quick attempt to starve myself thin i was 20 pounds lighter than i am now i was really i was skinny fat um I I didn't understand, like, how I could be a size 2. I was 105 pounds. I'm only 5 feet, but still 105 pounds. And I was still jiggly in all the wrong places with cellulite, and I hardly had any muscle. Like, I was skinny, and I still had, like, no muscle definition, guys. Like, I've had to work so hard for the muscle that I do have because starting out, I dealt with eating disorders, and I was – I under – for so long, like I didn't have hardly any muscle, so I had to work really hard for what I got. But that's really where my my that was what the start of my fitness looked like. That's what it was. It was it was um, me thinking that I could starve myself and do a quick fix, and that I could like out I could do all this cardio, and that's how I was gonna have a beach body. <laughs> Like, which is funny, like, no pun intended. But like, I was doing beach body programs. And that's what I thought was going to give me what I wanted, you know, in the end. So I did this off and on for about two years till I joined a gym. And um, it was only during summer, I would work out, you know, and by the end of July, I would give up. And that's what it looked like. And when I joined the gym and in- 2020, I joined Snap Fitness. There was a Snap Fitness that had opened up in the small town I was um, teaching at at the time. Like I said, my mom intervened, and that was – this was her um, – she pushed for me to do this as a way to, like I said, deal with my emotions, and my um, – I was having a mental breakdown. and She came, and we were driving around talking, and she saw the gentleman she's like, I think you need to do this. Like, I feel like this would help you out, and I – i like i resisted i was like i'm not gonna go hang out at the gym like those are not my people i'm not athletic i don't want to do this <laughs> i had all these excuses it's so funny i laugh about it thinking back like I, which i'm glad i can laugh about it now but it was like so serious to me back then um you know uh, the, what i was was going through at the time so i joined and i would go i started going in the gym to to the gym in the evenings and, um, I would just get on the treadmill. Uh, that's all I would do. I would get on the treadmill and I, I kid you not guys, like I would not let myself leave, leave the gym until I had reached either 500 calories um, or I had reached, um, a number of minutes on the treadmill or a number of miles. Like I always had this, these, these milestones in my head. Like I had to reach this, like, or you're not good enough and you can't leave. Um, and that's really that relation. I had a really I had a bad relationship with food at that point in time, but I, looking back, I can see I was starting to have a bad, I started out having a bad re- relationship with fitness and this is where my, I, I have this term I call self-love fitness and um, I need to do a podcast. I think I have done a podcast on that and what that means to me, but really it's all about doing everything in self-love and, and that includes fitness too and I don't. I you know. There's a difference. Like you can have two people working out, doing the same, having this two same goals, but how they go about it can really be completely different. You can have somebody going about it in a way that they're doing it because they're honoring their body, what it's capable of, and they love themselves. And then you have somebody that's doing it because they're trying to punish themselves into this quote unquote dream body. And that was me, guys. I was trying to punish myself into a quote unquote dream body. Um, and I did that by cardio. So, you know, I was I just did that. And I would watch, I remember watching the people in the weight area, which, which that was 2010. So it was mostly men. And it wasn't like how it is now. You start to see, you're seeing more women lifting weights. It's not as taboo, but it was so intimidating, like that weight area. And sometimes when, before I left the gym, I would do this like quick little walk around And I would uh, look at all the equipment and I would try to figure out in my head how the machines would work. But I would never actually try the machines. So I was too nervous and afraid of looking stupid because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to use them. So that's pretty much what that looked like for my first year of joining a gym. So I was a teacher. I was teaching fourth grade in this town. And at the end of the year, just when I was starting to kind of build up the courage, I was trying out some of the machines. I was kind of picking up a few of the weights a little bit. I still really didn't know what I was doing. I actually got let go because um, I was one of the first or one of the newest teachers to the district. And the, the school was doing budget cuts. It was a really low-income school. So they let me go. So I decided to move back home because there was an oil field boom going on in my, you know, I don't know if, if you didn't know. Um, I grew up in an oil field family. So my dad had has been working in the oil field for like 30 plus years now. And that's how we grew up. So he was just like, you know what? Just come home. There's plenty of work here. You'll find something. Um, so I went ahead and did that. But unfortunately, when I moved there at the time, they There wasn't a gym. So I went back to doing some of the beach body programs here and there. Mostly, you know, I did, what is it? I think it was like D25 and Sandy, P90X. Those are the big ones and that's what I would do. And it wasn't until... I decided to turn my life around in my health. That I joined a gym again, and eventually, after a few years of being back home, maybe like a year and a half—I can't remember correctly on the timeline—that um, small town started to grow a bit because the oil field boom and somebody opened up a local gym. I joined. Um, I started. To, I started when I started going though back to the gym. By that time, um, bodybuilding.com was becoming popular. So I was doing like workout programs from there and I was like looking using my phone and looking up exercises from the database and maybe like YouTube and that's how I learned to do exercises and at this time I was eating paleo, I was really carb-phobic, and um, you know, I was eating really healthy, but it, I didn't understand macro counting and why macros were way right off. I know I wasn't eating enough protein, carbs, um, probably calories in general to um, get the results that I knew I really wanted. Um, so at that time, I still didn't understand how muscle growth worked and how new nutrition or even like workouts played a role in that and i i was definitely like i said not eating enough protein and carbs and i also you know didn't understand how i could stimulate muscle growth in the gym I thought, you know, lighter weights and more reps meant I would have long, lean muscles. I was afraid to lift heavier because I was worried that it would make me look bulky. And I also did a lot of cardio still because to me, I thought that was the answer to getting six-pack abs, right? It was like, let's do some more cardio. So a year later, I met my husband and we started working out together in the evenings at work. And he actually taught me more exercises. And he's the one that started pushing me a little more to lift heavier. And I noticed some little results. So at this time, I think this was like 2014, maybe, two, no, this was like 2013. Um, but I still lacked the nutrition and see things I really wanted. Um, and I just, but I started becoming more open about like challenging myself with weights and getting closer to muscle building rep ranges. Like now I'm starting to do like 12 and 15 reps um, and not doing just like a bunch of circuit training with strength, uh, with weights. So fast forward all that. Two and a half years later, two pregnancies later, and I was still work throughout this whole time, guys. Like I started working out pretty consistently, and even like sharing my journey online. Maybe some of you have been like through the times with me. This is about the time I became a beach body coach, and I did that for a while, especially through my pregnancies. Um, I did a lot of uh, twenty one day fix extreme, and I was more focused on you know circuit training with weights during these years and once again eating healthy but not enough of what i needed so i was lean at this time and i i mean i looked good but i didn't have muscle really many much muscle tone or i didn't have the physique that i have now for sure Um, and then my progress, to be honest, my progress really didn't start until 2015 when Millie was born. My husband got laid off from the oil field, so we moved to Fort Worth where he is from so he could get a job there, um financially it was a really hard couple of years because our income got cut into like a third of our income because I had to start staying home at that time because daycare was like freaking ridiculous. I had two kids under two years old. Um, One was a newborn and the daycare, it wasn't justifiable for me to go work. Um, because the daycare was so expensive. So I stayed at home, but I really got to focus on myself and my fitness. And this is when I got my certification, um, my nutrition certification, my personal training certification. And this was also the first time that I joined a big gym. So I joined an LA fitness. And even though I'd been working out for the past two and a half years at a local gym, it was small. It wasn't big. There wasn't You know, there was it was a small town, too, as well. And this was the first time I was around people that had amazing physiques and actual fitness competitors that like held pro cards. Um, so I got to be around that, and to be honest, I was a little intimidating, even though I had been working out, I felt confident. It like felt almost a little bit like starting over because it was really intimidating to go in there and work out around them. Plus, there was way more equipment that I've never seen before, never been around to stuff I had to relearn. I mean, I had to learn how to do things again. Like like, here I am looking up stuff on YouTube. Thank God for YouTube at this time. And, um, but like it really helped to push me at the same time. Like being in that atmosphere around those people brought the best out of me. And I was, you know, at this point in time when I joined that LA fitness, I was three months postpartum and still trying to get back in shape, but still not fitting into my pre-pregnancy genes, but I was so determined, and guys, I hope that, like, I hope this also makes me seem like more of a human being, too, because I'm telling you, I was three months postpartum. I was exercising. I was being consistent. I was eating healthy, and it still took me three months it was like three and a half months to get back into my pre, um, pre-pregnancy pre genes. So that's normal, guys. You got to give yourself time. Like if you're a new mom, like we have to have realistic expectations. Not all of us are going to fit in our pre-pregnancy genes right away. Um, and also I had announced on social media, and I've done this with both of my pregnancies. So when I had Kayson, he's my oldest. He's now six. When I had him, I was like, I'm going to be in the best shape of my life after I have him. And, that, and I put that on social media to push myself and hold myself accountable and I did it like I looked I looked pretty good I was doing beach body and I was going to the gym and I was eating healthy and I looked pretty I looked pretty damn good um but now after Millie I was like okay I'm about to take this to the next level so once again here I am posting on social media like I'm gonna look even better now than I did after i son was my board so I had to hold myself accountable to that as well it was um you know, in those next couple of years, that's really where I started to make progress. I started to figure things out. I got my, you know, my nutrition and my personal training certs. But really, I learned so much from experience and even becoming friends with some of those people, including those some of those fitness competitors. Um, there was this woman that was a she held her pro card in, nat, um, in natural figure. Uh, natural figure competitions, like she would do those. And she looked freaking amazing. And She was like my ideal. Like I looked up to her a lot over those years. I watched her a lot, like what she was doing in the gym. And when I first uh, got there, like I would see her doing pull ups And I was like, that's it. Like, I want to do that. Like it looks so badass. <laughs> and I was like, that is going to be me. And it took me about it took me about five months or so I can't remember the exact time frame. Um, to consistent of consistently trying to be able to get my first few pull-ups on my own, and to this day, guys, like it is still my favorite accomplishment in fitness, and it really taught me that I'm capable of so much if only I keep trying. It was also being in that atmosphere, like I said, that pushed me, that start, you know, it's it started getting me to want to strive to get stronger. So my goal started shifting a lot towards at that time focusing more on gaining strength than just how I looked before it was all about how I looked and now I was giving myself goals of how much weight I wanted to push around the gym what I wanted to be able to physically be able to do I started doing uh, rep ranges between four and ten reps and learning about macro counting so one year after Millie was born I had six packs abs I had some, I started to have some pretty good muscle definition and I could do sets of 10 pull-ups at a time I also started squat weight on the bar and benching too, um, which was really exciting for me. So as I was going, I was making progress. Like I said, I was now focusing more on strength. And it was then that I had this big dream. So back then I had a dream that I was going to max squat for 225 pounds and I was going to bench 135 pounds. And both of those things I accomplished back in uh, 2018. So 2019 was um so I'm kind of just giving you all I'm gonna get you up to date and speed where I'm now in my journey. 2019 was a setback year for me. I dealt with breast implant illness. Um, it was really a lot. There was a lot going on. So I did make a big step back as far as my fitness, how my strength and things like that. But I made a big leap as far as my my health. And because I took to, took 2009 to really regain my health, like. We are now in, in coming close to the end of February. As I'm recording this, and 2020 is definitely my comeback year. I'm strong. I'm I'm gaining strength again. Like for a while, guys. Like. I wasn't I was getting plateaued. It was hard. I wasn't gaining strength. I was getting fatigued. My muscle recovery sucked. All this stuff that now I know was my my immune system being taxed for my breast implants. So now that I have that out, like I'm seeing these this progress again. And it's really fun to uh, see that. And so now also this year, I'm focusing more on mobility and foam rolling, and expanding my athletic abilities. By decide, I decided to sign up for a Spartan race that's going to be in October. Um, and so I've been so focused on building muscle for the past years and though I still feel like that's my, that's my love, like that I'm always going to be striving in that. That's always my passion. I want to push my body to see what is capable as far as performance now, like I'm hungry for that, that new challenge. So that's really where I'm at and trying to become more of a well-balanced, um, not just focus on you know, the muscle gains and the strength, but like the um, endurance and what, like I said, just what my body's capable of, but also, you know, d- taking the time to really take care of my body in a way as like my, my muscles, re- my muscle recovery from rolling and and mobility because I've had some not injuries i've had more you know muscle imbalances as far as my muscles being tight and giving me problems with my sciatic nerve and my lower back pain that i'm starting to see like that's something that i neglected for a while <laughs> so do not neglect that in your journey um those kinds of things so That is my journey in a nutshell. It really is. And I know it's a lot. And I know I'm just like, I kind of maybe I just spit it out at you all. Um, So I want to go back now and I want to show you how the phases that I see because you might not really see them. Like I I, I did go through some phases there um, and I broke it down into five different phases of what I went through. And just a reminder, none of these, I think maybe a couple of them are like, yeah, we could deal without those. <laughs> but just knowing that wherever you are in this journey to honor that and and just know it is a process. And I'm sharing this to show you that it is a process. Like I did not wake up overnight and get to where I am. This has been a journey of eight, nine years now. Um, and I'm most importantly, also sharing this because I don't want it to take eight or nine years for you it just happened to take that long for me because it was a lot of trial and error and I did it all on my own um, and I used myself as a big guinea pig <laughs> the whole time and now I'm learning a lot through my clients and sh- you know seeing how what I have learned over the years is translating into giving them progress and it's just more a reassurance that ha, I'm getting this figured out <laughs> so the phase one that I went through was the quick fix I was starving myself with only two meals I, I I mean, I was doing two meal replacement shakes a day. I was maybe having dinner. I was doing extreme cardio, like, insanity sessions. And I thought the more intense I was, the more I would lose. I had no idea how to eat healthy at that time. So I wasn't eating healthy. Um, I just saw calories as, like, the less calories that I consumed, the better, the faster that I would see results. And I also thought that cardio was the best way to lose weight and get fit. That if I, you know, lost more weight somehow underneath, I would... Come out and I would be toned. Like, I guys, I really started out not knowing anything. um, And I wasn't educated at all. And I would get frustrated that no matter how little I ate and how much cardio I did, I was still skinny fat and I still had a cellulite. And it was, it really, to be honest, it only made me dislike myself. And it only put fuel to the fire because at that point in my life, there was not a self-love. Like I was still dealing with depression um, and eating disorders and body image issues. So I was coming at fitness. That's what coming at fitness looked like for me out of a place of self-hate and um, punishment. I really, I was trying to punish myself into this quote-unquote dream body instead of, you know, challenge myself, pushing myself and honoring a body that I was proud of regardless of that with... It's like there's no perfect body, right? But there is a perfect body for you, and that's the body that you're proud of. Um, so phase two I went through was cardio queen. That's what I'm calling this phase, cardio queen. Because when I first joined the gym, that's what I was. I was a cardio queen. That's all I did in the gym, and I set these requirements for every session where I couldn't leave until I burned X amount of calories or I jogged X amount of time or X amount of hours. I was so focused on calories, and I still tr- tried to eat as little as possible, and I still stayed away from carbs like so this whole mentality like I noticed too which I kind of want to do a different episode where I focus more on the nutrition because I was like whoa when I went back and I really looked at this not that I everything I share with you but just going back in my head I noticed there was a lot of phases I went through as far as nutrition wise so I'm going to try to stay really just more of the exercise fitness focus but there are a lot of transitions I went in phases that I went in my nutrition as well to get to a place that I am today. And one of those things, just on a sign note, was being scared of carbs and being scared of food in general and not eating enough food and thinking that I needed to starve myself um, in order to reach my goals. So, phase two was cardio queen. Third phase was beach body. I'm just calling it beach body junkie. So, I was beach body really was my thing for a while. Like I said, I was a beach body coach. I did it for about 10 months and I was totally faithful to Shakeology and 20 day fix extreme. And it did help me stay consistent working out. So, like I said, I think there's a lot of positives that came out and I learned a lot from each of these phases. Um, and it was Beachbody did help me to, you know, it's helped me to stay consistent. It did help me to inspire some other people, but this was not what gave me the results. It won. Want, I wanted, which was, I wanted to have muscle. Like I wanted to look strong and fit and, um, it just wasn't beach body it just ended up not being where my heart was. Like it just, it didn't do it for me. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. And I still didn't understand how muscle growth worked at this point. I was lifting weights, but they were lighter weights with a lot of reps. So It was more like circuit kind of training. Um, I was at this point in time, this is when I started to eat healthier. I started to get more interested in health. Um, I think this is about the time that I started doing like uh, paleo diet and um i was still i would have to consider myself probably like low carb paleo at that point in time so that was the third phase i went through the next phase that i went through i'm calling gym dabbler because that's what i felt like i was i was a gym dabbler this is where um, for a few years i um went to the gym i did random workouts i found online. I never, like, I never really pushed myself as far as weights go. It was more, like, pushing myself in circuit training, and cardio was, like, circuit training cardio was more my focus. I would pick up weights. I did some lifting, but because I didn't have the nutrition down, because I didn't understand muscle growth still, because I didn't understand workout programming, I didn't really see any results. Like, I saw maybe a little bit results, and, like, that, that was it, and, um... This is, yeah, so that's what I was. I was a dabbler (laughs) in that phase. I definitely was a gym dabbler. And then the next phase, which is phase five, is what I'm calling bodybuilding mom. And that's where I would consider myself today is bodybuilding mom. So this is when I really started to make the progress that I wanted. I let go of the idea of like carbs were evil. Um, I learned macro counting. I got my certifications. I started lifting like challenging weight and focusing more on strength versus how many reps I could do, I kind of let go of that cardio. Strength training took a main focus and cardio took a back burner. So that was a big switch that happened for me. Um, I also, this is when I got my first pull-up and, you know, really, like I said, focusing more on strength gains and muscle gains versus how I looked in the mirror or how many calories I burned. Um, It's just a lot of shifts made, happened in my head that got me to really realize, I think a lot of it too came through education. Like I educated myself and I I learned about these things and I stopped listening to hearsay. I stopped, you know, listening to what everybody else was saying, um, following the, the the latest like a fad thing that was going around whatever diet or or workout style that was, um, and I decided that I was going to, you know what, I'm going to figure this shit out. That's really what it came down. It was like, I'm going to figure this out. Like, I've been tr- I've been wanting this for years. I know what I want. I know the results I want. I'm going to figure this out. And what I learned is like, I started seeing progress, but started realizing that it is a lot about the journey because the progress does take time. It really does. Like the progress that you see on me today. If you were to go look me up on Insta, if you follow me on Instagram, and you see, like, I have, I have some definition, and my arms are, it's really starting to come out now, and um, you know, my legs as well, and that has been that's been a couple of years guys like in the making and I like I said I really feel like 2020 is going to be my year I'm seeing progress in these first three months or you know just two months that I've been out back like since the holidays I've seen a lot of progress now that I'm really healed from my my surgery and I mean it's it's amazing like what happens when your body's healthy like you have like through all this underlying stuff what I have learned the most on this journey too is that you can't force an unhealthy body into to, um, looking fit. Um, well, actually, you know what? You can't. I take that back. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I retake that statement because there are some people that look amazing and they're really not that healthy because they go about it in a healthy way. But what I'm trying to say that it's really hard to do that, like you're working against your body. Like, um, you know, it, it's really hard to push yourself to that extreme. And what I, what I do, how I live, how I eat, it doesn't feel like it's hard, it feels easy, it feels fun, it feels like like I could do this sustainably and that's what I want to share with other women is something that is sustainable especially as moms and Yeah, so I hope that this journey that I kind of that I walked through the day with my fitness helped you to figure out where you are in your journey, and maybe what that next step could look like. Um, Maybe this kind of gave you some ah aha's. You're like, man, that is the stage I'm in right now, but I want to be at that stage, you know. Um, if you're still struggling, like with all of this, if, if this is something and you're really ready, like say on a motivation scale from one to 10, you are an eight, nine, 10, And you really want to figure this out, and you want somebody to show you? You guys just get with me. Like I, this is what I do. (laughs) This is this is what I do. This is what I love. This is my passion. And I have a very. My my specialty is helping women, especially moms, putting these pieces together in a way that is sustainable for their lifestyle because. I don't think it's success if I show if I help somebody to do something that is not sustainable, that is not successful to me. I don't want to help you get mediocre or uh, temporary results. I want this to be something that. Creates an identity shift in you, and you become that mom. You know deep in. I know you're you're listening to me, and maybe you've heard like you know looking at my journey, or you look at somebody online, and they inspire you. And you know deep down, like I can do that. Like that can be me. I can do that. If you feel that is you then you need to do something about it. It's not going to go away. I'm going to tell you that right now. Like, you don't want it to be five years from now and you still are like, damn, I still feel like that and I have not made any progress, right? Because any progress is progress. <laughs> like, that's how we you get to it. If, if, you've, if you listen to my journey, it was a bunch of imperfect progress. I didn't give up, though. I had a lot of setbacks. I did a lot of shit wrong. But I didn't give up, and I kept fighting for it. I fought for it, and I'm so happy that I did, and it has made me the person I am today and a person that I am proud to be. So leaving you with that, but knowing that I am here for you, if you need help, you reach out. You can email me, Jess, at strong.com. You can find me on Facebook, Jessica Nicole May. You can find me on Instagram, momisnewstrong. But just know that nothing is going to happen unless you take action. And you cannot be scared to take imperfect action. You just got to get it done. You just got to get in there and you got to get started. But I'm going to leave you guys with that. And I will see you next week. But for now, go out there and be the strong mom that you know you are. And I will see you in next week's episode. Bye for now hey there mama, are you trying to figure out how to lose the last of the belly fat, but also have strong curves in all the right places with a booty that would make JLo proud? You've lost the majority of the baby weight, but now you want to take your fitness to the next level by gaining lean muscle and transforming your body. So you've Googled things like how to gain lean muscle, how to get tone, and you've tried free fitness challenges from Instagram fitness chicks, but you're still stuck and nothing seems to be working. I hear you loud and clear, I've totally been there and you could totally trial and error it like I did for a few years, but I don't want you to get so frustrated that you give up in the process altogether. So I created this simple and right-to-the-point guide that explains the top five fitness mistakes you are making that are keeping you stuck. These are the top five things that I continue to see sabotaging women's results, and these are the five top things that I struggled with and I had to learn to overcome when I had to take, when I wanted to take my fitness to the next level. So you're going to want to go ahead and grab this free guide. You can go to www.mamasandewstrong.com forward slash five mistakes. That's www.mamasnewstrong.com for slash five mistakes because I don't want you to make these same mistakes in 2020.